This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Oh, the burdens a great wizard such as myself must bear low. But we do all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep things like, oh, I don't know, being responsible for the loss of your fellow wizard's immortality all bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. Going to therapy has taught me that I don't have to react to every emotion I feel, even though those emotions are valid. Sometimes taking a moment is all you need to respond in a way that's truer to your values. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash magic today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot slash magic. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Greetings, Soundwave enthusiasts. Another day, another chance to rip a page off my cats enacting your favorite Bible scenes with a big little lies quote beneath it, calendar. Let's see. We've got Mordecai defending King Ahasuerus in front of Esther, staged by three adorable little Persian kittens, I see what they did there, with the quote, champagne is never a mistake. Well, you keep me guessing, I'll give you that calendar. So, shall we lose ourselves in an all-consuming adventure with cherished and relatable characters at its center? Or, you know, listen to another installment of this thing. You want this? Okay. I suppose even the imagination can develop its own unfortunate version of Stockholm Syndrome. Sit back and enjoy the show. from the Magic Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Ekamp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, this is everything you need to know. About five years ago and some change, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King through the dimensional rift, and I used that to upload a podcast chronicling our quest to defeat the Dark Lord. And I am joined by my badger friend, Talbot the Badger. Hey, how you doing, Talbot? Yeah, I still, I guess I realize I still don't understand badger talk. But it's it's good to run into you. I, I, I am glad to see you, Talbot. Oh, shit, look at the time. I'm supposed to get those other guys up via rune. Uh, let's see here, I gotta finger the rune. Yeah, you're good, Talbot. I, you don't need to use that tone with me. Uh, all right. I am also joined by my other Badger co-host, uh, Chunt the Badgerhead. Oh, yeah. Actually, today I'm going to go by Flex Mulligan. Because look at this body. Arnie, it's, look at this body. Look, it's jacked Ooh. as shit. There's no question. But it is decomposing rapidly. Let me just rip down this tree. Oh, yeah. Ooh, look at me raising this palm tree above my head and spinning it. 
Ooh. Oh, that finger broke off. Yikes. <laughs> oh. oh, yikes, bikes. Yeah, for people who didn't tune in last week, and hey, that was a mistake because it was a great episode. John, you found a... Flex a, Mulligan, please. Sorry, Flex. You found a corpse, a muscly corpse, and you stuck your badger head on top of it? Yeah, I don't know any better way to describe it than the words you just used. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Oh, Flex, good news. I don't know if yeah. you noticed. You know, I've been using the subsidian sword to slowly slice through the walls of the shattering, and for listeners, blah, 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 there's this thing going on. I, I, look, I can't explain the sub-premise every week. Anyway, as I traveled from one section of the shattering to another, I ran into Talbot, our old buddy Talbot. Oh, that's amazing. Wait, real quick, did you say we have a sub-premise today? Because if we do, I'm going to play all kinds of jokes on them. Put a tack on their chair... I'm going to go by a different name, like Flex Mulligan. If we have a sub-premise, I'm going to fucking go crazy. Well, yeah. we. Hey, uh, Flex, yeah. Talbot is the sub-premise, let's oh, say. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Um, well, actually, uh, Badgers have a lot of um, funny routines, so let me... Uh, hey, Talbot! You know, a lot of warriors today have really unusual names. Like, who's the mage? Who? Who? No, that's his name. Who's the mage? Who? Who? No, I'm asking you. That's kind of fun. Yeah, Talbot, I don't get it either. I am joined also by my uh, third co-host, in third place, Usador the Wizard. I am Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, devourer. champion of the great halls of Tarakas, the elves know me as Fiangalic, the dwarves know me as Zoninenhuk Stanges, and I am known in the northeast as Gasmanius Maystar, and there is a name that if I were on third base, you would not know. I don't know? Uh, what? How do you... Wait, what don't I know? Ah. What? Arnie, stop saying the name. What name? Arnie, the name you... you just said. You know what you said. Arnie, I you don't... dumb fuck. Ooh, an owl. <laughs> Hello, Hello, friends. Don't, don't Hello. call it... No, not, no. not this time. Not right no, now. Not yet. Sorry. 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 False alarm. Usador. Hey, uh, look who's here besides, of course, Flex Mulligan. Talbot. Oh, hello, Flex. Hello, Talbot. Hello. Hello. Talbot. Talbot, go. Come on, Talbot. Fucking hell. You can, you can do this. I'm, I'm clearly was going to be the fourth one. All right, one more time. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Talbot, Talbot, shave and a haircut. There you go, buddy. You got it. So, Talbot, what have you been up to since we last saw you? Are we interviewing Talbot? No offense, no. Talbot. No, we're not going to interview Talbot. Well, first of all, last week we had animals on, so we don't want to go full animal this week. And now so, that I think about it, why was I so aggressively disbelieving that that ranger could talk to animals? I have talked to so many animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was kind of bullshit. <laughs> I think so. The ram thing? Now, now uh, Arnie, uh, who is our guest this week? Well, uh, I'm sorry. I've been a little busy this week trying to solve the fragmenting. And so I, I, uh, I didn't have time to get a guest this week. But I thought, Great. you know, See you next we week. haven't... 
No, no, no. Wait, we're still going to do an episode. Why do I? Uh, contractually, we have to. Uh -huh. We're still going to do an episode. And I was thinking, you know, we've been traveling so much. And then, you know, just there's been one sort of drama after another. I've gotten real behind on answering emails. Mm. Oh, yeah. We haven't we haven't done any fan service in a while. No, We don't answer emails as often as we probably should. People probably still wonder if they can still reach me at chuntwith6ts at gmail.com. And they're probably wondering, does it make sense for me to send an email to magictavern at puppies.supplies and ask them if it's a real email address, even though I say repeatedly, or used to, it's a real email address? Mm -hmm. And they also probably wonder if they can tweet at me at Usador the Blue, which they can, and they can send me the same recipe for pizza skulls for the 1,000th fucking time. Usador, Usador, buddy, buddy, we've talked about this. People don't know. And if someone's <laughs> listening to this episode and fell asleep immediately and then woke up right now, they probably think they're at the end of the episode. <laughs> oh, okay. See you next week. No, 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 no. no. You see, we're going to uh, we're going to do a mail night. Oh, mail night. Mail night. But Ooh. that's that's M-A-I-L, right? Yeah. Mail. Yeah, we're just reading mail. OK, uh, I guess. Ooh, let me pull some emails up on my lap. It's been a while. I got to say I'm feeling a little rusty on uh, on answering emails. You feel rusty on answering emails? Yeah. What, what has changed for you? I don't know. You just fall out of the habit of emails, you know? Huh. Like, I'm so far away from being zero inbox. I'm like, I got so many emails. Yeah, I typically read an email and then I take an eight-hour nap. Ever since, the you know, the break sees. That's what I've been calling it. The break sees. Oh, That's good. Name. I'm going to start calling it the break sees. Damn it. Ar Arnie, if I may, um, instead of, you know, getting hung up on how um, distuned you are to answering emails, why don't you start by reading an email? Oh, yes. I keep forgetting. I definitely know how to read. Okay. Here's an email. Uh, it says, hi, Arnie. These are my favorite characters. Uh, and then the body of the email says, Flower, Usador, the Mysterious Man, the Two Mole Warriors, Clovis, Tom, Gurm Crust, Momo, Dripfang, and Squibbert. And then it, this goes on for a while in all caps with no spaces. Ha, 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 I love these characters. Tripfang really is a character, isn't he? <laughs> he is such a character. Why did I choose to read that email, let alone first? Guys, I'm so rusty on answering these emails. Yes, uh, usually we read emails that pose some sort of question to us uh, for us to delve further into explaining the world of Foon to Arnie. Yet that seemed to just be a comment which was appreciated and much beloved thank the... Uh, uh, who sent that email? You know what? If someone doesn't tell me it's okay to use their name, I don't say their name. Thank you, random person. Also, that person seemed crazy. <laughs> That's well, not nice. Did we ever have a character named Ha 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 Ha? I don't know. Some of our guests, have, they spell their names in such weird ways. It's possible. Like, is I don't 100% remember how you spell Momo. I have an email here. Um, this is, I'm going to follow Arnie's suit, and I won't say their name, so I'll give their initials. BL says, good afternoon. Quickest question, can you turn into a lion's? I misspelled lion's there. Actually, is Arnie an, a lion to you? And a lion on Earth is defined as an extraterrestrial creature from outer space or a foreigner. Can you turn into life forms from other worlds or planets? Arnie, why would you be a lion to me? Uh -huh. 
Are you not telling a truth? Mean, Are you a lion? I'm a lion. And a lion on Earth is defined as an extraterrestrial creature. Now, as a badger, I am terrestrial. Sometimes I can be a bit fucking extra, but I wouldn't label myself extraterrestrial. I guess I'm not terrestrial from here. Am I extraterrestrial? Are you E.T.? We should shorten it to E.T. I really keep forgetting to phone home. What is that, what is that trail of stuff you're eating? Arnie, don't eat that. That's ground. Oh, don't eat off the floor. You oh, wait, no. This is owl shit. <laughs> and I gotta say, that owl so fussy about what people do with its shit. So to answer your question, BL, um, I could hypothetically turn into a lion's. Um, I don't know if I could turn into more than one. Probably just the one. Now, you said they misspelled lions. How are they spelling it? They're spelling a lions, A-L-I-E-N-S. A lions. Oh, no, you're mispronouncing it. It's a lions. A lions. Ooh, I like that. A lions. All right, let's see here. I have another email here. Hi, Arnie, Chunt, and Usador. I am a master's student at the University of Idaho in the Geological Sciences Department with a specialty in glaciers. Ooh, i.e., I am a rock master. Uh, I don't know if that's related. And Usador may consult me about any lascivious rock activities as they pertain to the DL for rocks move, evolve, and shift, and maybe minions of the DL. I received my... Minions of the Dark Lord? Say it is not so. That would be bad. Uh, They go on to say, I received my undergraduate degree at Ohio University. Oh, and I'm actually from Dayton, Ohio, which basically makes Arnie and I former neighbors in the grand scheme of interdimensional distance. I mean, yes, I did grow up in Ohio, and in the grand scheme of interdimensional distance, if you're from Earth, we're probably neighbors. Whoa, wait, hold on, Arnie. Holy shit, you grew up in Ohio, and this person's dating Ohio? Mm-hmm. How does that make you feel? Um, it's okay. It's a little weird when you eventually find out your state dates, but, they, you know, you gotta ha- let them have their own life. That's very big of you. Thank you. I know, if, if someone was dating Foon, I'd be pissed. Why don't you want better for Foon? Foon's gotta get its. <laughs> I want Foon to be happy, I guess. You're right. Sure. Anyway, this email continues... And it actually continues with the word anyway. Anyway, I just wanted to let y'all know that Hello from the Magic Tavern has been instrumental to my sanity or insanity. They're really leaving the door open with that in the last two years of becoming an ice and rock master. And because of this, I will be dedicating part of my thesis to your efforts in defeating the DL. My hope is that by putting my dedication to you on paper in my official thesis, the scientific effort will transfer into Foon as magic. Then Usador could use my science as a proxy for magical strength when he comes head-to-head with evil in the days to come. Also, does Foon have any glaciers? And if so, are there any wizards born of ice and cold and a conspiracy of water elements that were born to navigate Foonish climate? Cheers, MS, MS candidate, Glaciology, University of Idaho. Oh, well, thank you for this great boon. Uh, transferring your scientific knowledge here to Foon, where it shall become great magic under my control, shall surely aid me in my quest. Oh, what a wonderful gift. Uh, uh, but yes, we have glaciers here, uh, far in the north. 
uh, where it gets very, very cold. And there is a wizard that doth see over that land, and and they are, are one of the greatest wizards of all. Uh, but they spend their time. They're sort of a. Uh, this sort of switch between climates, depending on what time of year it is. So a bit of a snowbird, you know. In uh, you know, one part of the year they're at the glacier, one part of the year they're at the equator, and uh, you know, uh, they turn into a literal snowbird and fly back and forth. Oh, so they're a master of ice and fire. Yes, master of ice and fire, Yalba. Sorry, I have to disagree with Usador. He said, "What a great gift," but. Uh, you're naming us in your feces. I, I don't care about that shit. Like, come on, don't be, don't be so bragging uptight. about. Don't be like that. Don't be bragging about, about what your feces. Do with their feces. Wait, I missed that part. They're going to mention us in their feces. That is offensive. Disgusting. Look, if you're a shit eater out there, as I said last week, I'm cool with it. Don't double down on this. Okay, um, I have an email here just to get off topic. So uh, this is from off topic. <laughs> This is from TJ. says, uh, the title is Important Wizard Questions. So, Usador, you better listen up. What? what? Hi, Usador, Arnie, and Flex. Uh, they said chunt, but I'm going to change that there. And guest, Talbot, that's you. I have been slowly making my way through your podcast over the course of the last year, and I am currently in the beginning of season three. I have a question that struck me while I've been spending too much time stuck at home for reasons I will not get into here. How is the color of a wizard decided? Oh. I understand that it has something to do with their source of power, but how do you know the color the power is? From TJ. That's a, that's a great question. Yeah. So we know there's Genlevia the red. There's uh, Jamil's the mauve. Mm-hmm. There's Blorth the brown. You saw the blue. Spintax the green. So that correlates to the color of the power you have? Uh, yes. Uh, a blue magic is a type of magic. Uh, and, and my magic is powered by light and shadow. So someday there shall be another wizard who is someone the blue, long after I have passed and my deeds here are completed, and they shall also be a master of light and shadow. It is just a way to categorize the type of magic and to help differentiate us. Uh, it was a system devised uh, many centuries ago uh, by one of the first wizards of Foon, uh, back in the time before time. The time before time? Yes. Well, you see, the three goddesses, they did begat many uh, sons and daughters and grandchildren, and the first of those grandchildren became the first wizard. And they were master of everything and nothing. Oh. And then they had way too much shit on their plate. That's a lot. So they set up a like system. Like, fine, you take on everything, but also nothing? Right, right. So they're like, okay, I, I've got everything and I've got nothing, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to delegate. It was all about delegation at that point. Uh, and that was, of course... Uh, uh, Careful, this is going to be important. That, of course, was Funananu, the, <laughs> the first wizard. Great. Uh, what Fun- Funananu. Funananu. Okay, I look forward to saying that name a lot. Funananu. There's a way that names uh, evolved over time. Uh, and they started to delegate their wizardly powers out, and they said, I don't want to be in charge of everything and nothing. So they, they decided that they would uh, appoint angelic creatures created by the goddesses to therefore uh, take part of their power and be in charge of two separate but opposing forces that allowed them to have great powers. And the color's just kind of random. They're like, I don't know, fuck blue. 
you said you said this a minute ago, and it reminded me of something. You said that someday, after you die, there will be a different blue wizard. But you you did die once, not so long ago, a couple of years ago, and you came back as what I thought of as the same Usador as before. Are you uh-huh. not? Are you not the same Usador? No, I mean like really die, like when my purpose is done. Uh, when my when my true purpose is is done and I die, I'm, I'm I'm gone. So wait a second. If we defeat the Dark Lord, you die. If that is my true purpose, yes. But my true purpose is unknown to even me. All I know is that a conspiracy of birds and rain and wind and fire and frogs and squirrels and muskrats and some owls and a few manatees. They all decided that there must be a champion to come forth into the world. Now, I assume it's to defeat the Dark Lord because that shit is crazy. Oh, the few manatees. <laughs> and Arnie, just so you know, a manatee is uh, any, any seal that comes out after 8 p.m. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so before 8 p.m., they're a seal. So, Usador, what if your true purpose is to get this podcast to number one on the Apple podcast oh, I charts? No, I don't think so. Yeah, think I mean, if that were that. the case, like, you would live forever. Now a call to action? People are going to be like, is this the end of the episode? <laughs> I mean, I suppose it was possible at one point, but once Conan O'Brien got into the game, we didn't have yeah, a chance. That's true. All right, here, here's another email. Oh, shit, this one is kind of an old one. Like I said, I haven't answered my emails with any regularity. This one says, Dear Professor Arnie, in the episode Professor's Wardrobe, you went buck wild with lies, saying your friends on Earth have normal names like Matt Young. This is not true. As you are all aware, the list of permitted names is below. All the best. Professor Freddie Mellons. Well, Arnie, I do want to say before you read that list, you once told to me in private, you said, Matt Young? No, no, no. Matt Middle-Aged. I told you that in private. If that got back to Matt Middle-Aged, he would be so upset. But he's he's so old, he probably doesn't know how to <laughs> dial up a podcast. Well, I imagine it might be uh, more challenging than it is for others, but uh, there's no Frock reason. Frock, you, you sound real defensive. Calm down. No, no, I'm not defensive. It's just, you know, uh, as time gets away from you, you know, it, it's the clock tick-tocks on, and you're like, what is that? It's not for me. Well, uh, anyway, speaking of stuff on Earth that is hard to understand... Uh, it is true. It's been a while since we've reminded listeners that on Earth, and they should know this because they're from Earth, there's only a certain number of, of approved names, and they are Amelia Smelting Foxery, Henrietta Robot Chomps, Billy Yum Yum 2x4. 2x2. Sorry. I'm getting to it. Oliver Bolivar Butt, 10 Lincoln Cannon Mop Pop, Mr. Fuentes, Dudley Franklin, Teddy Freddy, Eddie Farnsworth, Bucky Conklin, Billy Yum Yum 2x2, Cornelius Pendergast, Pringle Fitzgerald, Freddie Mellon, Long Mumps, Eugenia Tinglepaw, and I'm going to be honest, I'm not 100% confident that I'm correctly pronouncing uh, Tinglepaw, Sugar Farthington Marple, Sandy Apples, Churchill Worthily, Gary, Lisa Lisa Bobisa. It kind of sucks that that list is funnier than anything we've ever done. I know. It is one of the greatest things to ever come out of this podcast, and we can take zero credit for it. It's by some person with the name, in quotation marks, Kate. We should, uh, with Kate's permission, we should have somebody turn that into a song. Just so we can remember those names for future reference. The whole thing? 
Yeah, I think so. I know I got really stuck on Billy Yum Yum 2 by 2 but Sandy Apples is a good name, too. I mean, there are a lot of good ones, for, for sure. Cornelius something? What was the Cornelius one? Cornelius Pendergast. I Look, I'm clearly familiar with these because I am you from You know them, mm-hmm, of course. Mm-hmm. How did you get your name? Your name's not on the list. Oh, yeah. Your name's not on the list. Well, my parents were freedom fighters. <gasps> of course. Of course. And they sent you here to this world to join mine quest. After all this time, you've come clean with me and told me the truth. Oh, Arnie, you born of those who did fight for truth and justice are now here by my side to help me defeat evil in all of its forms. I have a secret name. <gasps> what's your secret name? Oh, what? Mm, what's what your secret it? name? It's Arnie. It's Arnie. I thought that, that's what I was... Oh. oh. It's Arnie. All right. Because uh, it's not on the list. Yeah, all right. Yeah, you set it up like it was something fun, but it's not. Um, <laughs> I have it. It's fun if you think about it. Try saying it. Arnie. Arnie Neekamp. Arnie Neekamp. You know, we've also met some other people from Earth. Jethro Tull is on that list, and we definitely met Jethro Tull. Oh, yeah. Well, first King of, of the his road. His name's not Jethro Tull. Even I know that. I'm pretty sure it is. His name is like uh, Ian Anderson, probably, or something <laughs> like that. Speaking of which, I do have an email uh, that says, Hello to the Magic Tavern. I just wanted to thank you guys for getting me into Jethro Tall. Turns out they did more than just Aqualung. Blair Kenny. And they follow that up with, You can say my full name if you do read this on the podcast. But if I don't read it, never speak it off of the podcast. Okay, guys? Can we all make up a solemn pact now? When we're not recording, we will not say the name Blair Kenny, at least in full. Blair Kenny. Is that what you said? Get it out now, Blair Kenny. Well, I just want to get it right so I know what not to say. Because if I don't know, then I'm going to be like, what was that name again? Blair Kenny. Blair Kenny. When we're off the podcast, you can say Blair and you can say Kenny, but not together. Not in full. Oh, all right. It seems like it's going to be easy now, but now that it's in your head... It's Arnie, be tough. for fuck's sake, we know Blair Kenny. Fuck. Oh, shit. Yeah, I see what you're talking about. I know. Oh, boy. This is going to be hard. It's going to be tough. Well, I uh, have an email. Wait, no, I'm sorry. This is very important. Also, they say, P.S. Love the show. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Thank you. Oh, that's great. Uh, I have an email here. This is called um, Subject Funny Numbers. Hello from the Mundane Couch. It's going to be good. <laughs> this is mostly for Chunt and Usador, but I was wondering oh, what... Fuck you. <laughs> But I was wondering what the funniest number in Foon might be. We've got a couple of really funny numbers here on Earth, but I'm sure Arnie can explain those. Uh, Waiting for your weekly transmission, as always, from Ryan. Please say my name, you dorks. So Ryan said we could say his name. So, oh, boy, that's a great question. What are some funny numbers? I guess, Arnie, we should start by asking you, what are the numbers that they're talking about? Oh, oh, um... I'm trying to remember what the... Or I used to know these. There's the sex one. There's the drug one. There's the upside... There's the calculator boob one. Oh, what were they? The sex one, I have to assume, um, is two. Because well, it takes two to make a thing go right. Or is the sex number 336 because it looks like the position. <laughs> it looks like what? The position. What position? You know, you've got two people with... Three prongs, and then one person sort of curled around in the back. Uh, Arnie, what position? So think of three, three, six, right? It's mm-hmm. it's two sets of boobs hanging over a limp dick. You know, three, three, two six. Sets. <laughs> you uh, know, come on, that's you've, a lot of pressure for one limp dick. <laughs> you've never 
You've never done the position where you have two sets of boobs hovering over a limp penis. I mean, close. Uh, I mean, nice. that's. You're also assuming that one of those sets of boobs isn't attached to the same individual who has the limp dick. Oh, it absolutely oh, could be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely could be. So there but you just, go. Check, so three, your, three, check your privilege. <laughs> three, three, six. Funniest number in film. Let's see here. Okay, I have an email from the UK. Uh, I, you what know is what? that? I'm, uh, the, U, the United Kingdom. <gasps> A kingdom from Earth. Send my envoys there now and send their most powerful knights to me. You must be nice to be united. Uh, uh, anyway, the email says, The wizard killing dagger that you smuggled into DL's birthday party, do you still have it in your party inventory? I have a theory that it must emit a similar magical frequency to the obsidian sword in Arnie's chest, and that if the two blades meet, their powers might cancel each other out, rendering them both null of magical properties and allowing Arnie's wounds to be healed by conventional means. I believe sacrificing both of the only artifacts in this way is a high price to pay, but worth it to restore one of your fellowship's ability to hug. Best regards, Alex from the UK. That's a pretty use or do you think that would work? Uh, I suppose it's possible, but we no longer uh, have the blade of Vasco Halan. Sure we do. Don't you have it? Uh, I, I don't have it. John, do you have it? Uh, I don't think so. Let I me swear I remember check. one of them no. as recently as a couple episodes ago. Why is it anytime somebody says, do you have it? I always pat my pockets. I know it's not in there, but it's just, it's just a shapeshifter nature to pat your pockets like you might have it. What a world. It's so funny because sometimes you don't even have pockets. It yeah. depends on what form you're in. I feel but like you- I make that motion more to like soothe others to be like, oh, he's really checking. That way I let people know, hey, I, I do care. I am checking. Pat, pat. I've noticed that when we're about to pay for our meal at a tavern, you're, that's, you're constantly doing that. Like patting at your imaginary pockets, and then you never pay. See, what I do is typically when I'm out to dinner with someone, uh, I won't even reach for my wallet when the bill comes. I'll just keep talking to them, and then when they go to grab the bill, I'll go, oh, no, 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 and I'll slowly go to put my hand on the bill, but wait until they've taken it fully, and then I go, really? Thank you. I think that answers the question. (laughs) Oh, I have an email here. Um, This is from, oh, this is from uh, Garrett Schultz. That name sounds made up. And it says, you should take a brick. Huh. huh. Well, that's good Wise advice. advice. We'll All right. right uh, we're going to take, yeah, just a couple minutes. Remember, when we're stepping during the break, do not say Blair Kenny. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. 
Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Okay, guys. And uh, I hate to to bring this up right away, but we all did a really bad job at not saying Blair Kenny during the That's break. The only thing I said, and I'm so sorry, even Talbot said it. I know, we were just like screaming it into the sky. It was weird. I think you planted that seed in our brain to make us take this oath to not say it off the air. And I forget why. Why does it matter that we don't say it? They said we can say their name in full on the podcast, but they did not give us permission to say it in full off, off of the, the podcast. podcast. They did not explicitly say we should not, though. I deleted it immediately. I can't go back and find it. I can't keep that shit cluttering up my inbox. I can't imagine the harm of saying the name Blair Kenny not on the podcast. Like, what uh, What would be the ramifications? Blair Kenny, if you're out there and you're still listening, and what are the odds... Email us and let us know for certain whether we can or can't say your full name off of the podcast. Also, sweet fuck, how did we not say ramifications last week? Anyway, (laughs) god damn it. Anyway, we have another email here. This is uh, called Smoking and Podcasting. Hi, Arnie, Mm -hmm. Usador, and Flex. He said chunt, but I'll change it to Flex. On Earth, we have this magical plant called Marijuana. That when smoked expands the mind and relaxes the body. Is there anything like that in Foon? If so, how much of it do you guys use when making this podcast? Sounds like a gateway drug. <laughs> oh, shit. I just dropped an egg. I was about to eat a raw egg because I'm just a jacked bodybuilder and I need to keep my uh, protein up. But I just dropped it and scrambled. That could have been my brain. Yeah. That metaphor works for me. I mean, we have more Glorb. We've, we've talked about more Glorb, right? Oh, yes. Do you need some? Usador and Chunt, like, how mm-hmm. often are you guys on some substance during the podcast? I sometimes use a vape quill. It's a writing utensil that when you write a letter to someone, uh, it sort of um, gets you gets you a little, you know, feeling pretty cozy, feeling good, sort of a, a, a head and body high, which is kind of nice. But it's smokeless. And I, as a powerful wizard, have a great deal of resilience and I test all manner of substances on myself, not to mention contraptions and machinations. You know, sometimes, if I'm being honest, not often, but sometimes I'll sneak a sip of Red Potion before an episode, but no one's the wiser. Arnie! Blair Kinney, how could you? Fuck. Well, gave us permission to say their full name on the podcast, but not use it to refer to each other. They did not give us permission to give each other the name Blair Kenny. Do you got it, Blair Kenny? Um, Arnie, have you ever done nose snow? Nose snow? Yeah, you no. ride the uh, no ride the ride the smell slopes. No snow, no. Huh? I started saying that, and I thought it was gonna work, but it didn't. <laughs> yes, uh, I consider my own body uh, a testing ground for all manner of things in case I need to find some new inroad. Against the forces of evil, I test every manner of substance I encounter. Why, I haven't chested in my life for these over 300 years, I would say 
six to 28 different substances every day. Now, sometimes it's just stuff like putting soup in my butt. Other times, it's things like uh, uh, narcotics. Yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah. And sometimes, you know, it's, uh, it's just uh, it's a nice piece of toast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I treat my body like a temple of doom. There's uh, bugs all inside my innards. Why'd it have to be bugs? So starts great, but goes downhill fast. I don't know. It's my favorite. The whole thing? Out of our three bodies, mine is my favorite. Yeah, that's weird flex, but whatever. Uh, here, let's see here. I've got an email uh, with the subject line. Oh, this is going to be good. Help! Son obsessed with buttholes. <laughs> Hi, Arnie, Chunt, and Usador. It's kind of rude of them to not call you flex. I've been catching up with your podcast over the last two and a half months, and unfortunately, listen to some of it while my 14-year-old son could hear Mom, what are you doing in there? He is now obsessed with butthole talk and chunt. So much so that he's written a shape-shifting badger with multiple buttholes into his Dungeons & Dragons role-playing game. The character he wrote likes to scratch his multiple buttholes and then shake other people's hands. That sounds about right. I'm afraid the parents of the other kids he plays with are going to hate me. How do I explain or apologize for my error and my son's new obsession? Thanks, Mandy. Oh, this is a tough this one. Is, yeah, this is difficult. Um, I mean, well, buttholes are to be celebrated. I feel like true. all buttholes, especially multiple, should always be a cause for celebration. And I feel like uh, there should be some sort of uh, butthole cake or something that you might serve to celebrate this. I'm frustrated that she's embarrassed by this or she wants to apologize to anyone. The more buttholes, the better. Mandy, at the very least, you should tell your son to update his character so that it's got an incredibly jacked muscle body. Everyone, follow my lead on this. Mandy, listen to me now. This is Yusadoha, and I want you to play the following section of this podcast for the parents of those other oh, children. No. You two, follow me. Follow my lead here. Okay. Ah, hello, Flex and Arnold. How are you today? Hello. I am doing good. How are you doing, Usador the Wizard? I am very well. Isn't it nice to uh, do uh, good deeds uh, to help people in need? Oh, yes. Doing good deeds is what every person should do. It's your responsibility. Also, it looks good on your application to colleges. Well, I'll see you both at the temple this weekend. There, just play that part for the parents, and I'm sure they'll be fine. But don't play anything else. You got me, Blair Kenny? No, don't. Uh. Oh, shit, you're right. We don't have permission to call other emailers Blair Kenny in full. Are there any more emails? Yeah, any more emails on this mail night? Mail night. Mail night. Uh, I got one here. Uh, Dear Ernie, Chunt, and Usador, and then they go on. And uh, say Usador's full name, which I got to say is easy for them to cut and paste, but hard for me to read the whole thing. Um, Let's see here. Well, I can just say it. No, that's okay. Are you sure? I can say it. No, no, no. Did they call you Ernie? Uh, No, they called me Ernie, but they did not call you Flex. But they They called me... You should always at the 12th realm of Ephesius, master yeah. of light and shadow, manipulator of magical lights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Trogus, known to the elves as Fianyalic, known to the dwarves as Zonian of Sanjis, and 
known in the Northeast as Gasmanius Maestan. There may be other secret names you don't know. More or less. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they write, I may have figured out one of the secret names of the Dark Lord. What? There has been a constant aggression from someone that emailed in season one, and his name was Rusty. Does anyone also think that it's more than a coincidence that his email and aggression didn't surface until after the Dark Lord became aware of Hog's face? In addition, doesn't it also seem unlikely that he gave the advice to defeat the book club, and shortly after that, the Dark Lord took hold over Foon? Just food for thought, Banana Bill Fartman. <laughs> Sorry, what was that name again? <laughs> Sorry. Banana Bill... <laughs> <laughs> banana Bill Fartman. It was Banana Bill Fartman. Banana Bill Fartman. That's an unapproved name, proving that's a freedom fighter. But I am sorry, Banana Bill. There is. Please, please show him respect and use his full name. I'm sorry, Mr. Fartman. Uh, but there is uh, something that we must clarify. There's no way the Dark Lord uh, could have obtained an email address, so your theory is uh, null and void. Guess so. Uh, I have an email here. Okay. Um, let's see here. Hi, Chunt and Usador, and any guests. Well, hi, Flex and Usador. I was speaking to a friend the other day about Flex's origins, and he asked if he knew what baby Flex looked like. He has listened to this podcast longer than I have, yet he did not know either. So, what does a baby shapeshifter look like? Well, I maybe I've talked about this before. If not, I can tell you what I look like, which is. Adorable. Oh, it's so true. Oh, when you were a little baby and I would come by the Vermilion Minotaur and uh, you would come in, uh, I would always be delighted to see a little chunt. And it's been such a delight to see you grow into such a powerful and wonderful force for goodness. Yeah, Arnie, I wish you could have seen me. I was the fucking cutest. I guess I could try to draw it for myself. Yeah, it looks like rock. a little bean. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. I have another email here. Uh, Dear Arnie, Chunt, and Usador, on this very podcast, I heard of Crom the Fingarian's letter therapy and resolved to write one myself. I suffer from bipolar disorder. Crom's feelings healer may think of it as a fugue state mixed with demonic possession. Arnie, ask Usador if I'm using the word fugue correctly here. Don't do that. I don't know if he is. Recently, I went through a divorce that left me weaker than a potioned-up blue wizard without a single chicken wing. This podcast has saved my life numerous times, ending the threat of the void, defying the Dark Lord's attempts to invade Earth, something about thousands of goblins in Chicago. Oh, shit. Thousands of goblins in Chicago? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Is that where all the goblins went? Uh, Anyway, this is very rude of me getting distracted from the email. But most of all, it saved me from myself. I know this is heavy, but I feel that I'm not the only Earth human that feels so overwhelmingly grateful that I can join your adventures and tune out the poison. So to answer a long-standing question on this podcast, yes, it was all worth it. Kevin M. Well, that's that's beautiful. Kevin M., we love you and thank you for the support and... and, uh... We hope you're doing okay. Yes, thank you, Kevin. Keep on fighting the good fight in your own way, for we all have a part to play. And if yours is self-care and self-love, then practice those two fully so that we know that you are well and that you continue 
to be a wonderful part of this multiverse. Yeah, and if things ever get too overwhelming or you find yourself in a fugue state, what we recommend is two things. Either writing down 336 and then having a good fucking chuckle, (laughs) or look in the mirror, look yourself right in the eyes, and you say to yourself, hey, banana billy fart man. And I guarantee you're going to smile. That's true. I can hardly get through that name. Banana Bill Fartman? Ah, well, <laughs> I'm so impressed. But Kevin, thank you very much. I hope that you, uh, you know, you get whatever help you need. And if we can be a small part of that, that means a lot. Try listening to Jethro Tall, though. I bet that's a lot better than us. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see here. I have one uh, that says, hi, Arnie, Chunt, Usador, and any guests. Oh, Talbot, that's you. (laughs) Also. Good one, Talbot. Talbot, I'm sorry. We've been mostly ignoring you this whole time. Anyway, they write, my question is, have you had any word from your old friends in Hogsface? I know you got everyone out before the town was destroyed, but have you heard what anyone is up to now? Maybe you'll bump into some of them someday. Yours truly, Brianna from Earth. Oh, I just recently uh, saw a bird who had been through Hogsfacer. Through, through Hogsfacer? Yes, it's the second Hogsface. It's Hogsfacer. Huh. Oh, that's right. You mentioned that. Some of the people started a new Hog's Face, and it's called Hog's Facer? Yeah, they renamed it. It's more It's more Hog's Face, so it's Hog's Facer. Yeah, and I actually submitted a new name, but they didn't go with it. I recommended Two Hog, Two Face. But no, 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 didn't want to go with that. So, so I haven't talked to anybody because I'm pissed. Have they considered calling it the Face of the Furious? Well, yeah, people are pissed. You know, it exploded to some degree. Yeah, how many people in Hog's Facer are mad at us? 336. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. Uh, now, I don't, I don't know that anyone holds any resentment for us. Uh, for the Dark Lord uh, certainly uh, had made uh, it a more difficult place to live, and I think they're, they're finding their way quite well. I hear that uh, Mayor Manana has recently returned. Don't you mean Manana Billy Fartsworth? Sure. Was that the right name? Why do I immediately delete all my emails? Banana Bill Fartsman? I think it was, oh, Banana Bill Fartman. (sighs) Guys, (laughs) are we going insane? (laughs) I figured it out. I figured it out. This is why. What? What? We don't answer emails as often as we probably should. Because the names are too funny. Because they drive us cuckoo crazy. <sighs> feels good, though. Feels good. Feels good to, to uh, respond to listeners and say, hey, we hear you. It does yeah. feel good. I agree with you, Flex, that uh, we should check in with our listeners a little more often. And they should do us the same favor by going to HelloFromTheMagicTavern.com and buying some merch. Oh. ha <laughs> Plug. Ooh, Talbot chimed in and said he would uh, he would love some merch of his own. Oh. oh, he also said, oh, what? What's that? Oh, my God, this is. Oh, I feel terrible. This whole time? Arnie and Usador, I'm just finding out that we've been calling Talbot by the wrong name. Apparently his name is Talbot. Oh. I am so sorry, Talbot. <laughs> 
Oh, he's laughing. Oh, you fuck. Oh, you got us. Good one. You scam. <laughs> Do we have time for one last email, Arnie? Or Flex? Oh, let's see. Let me go through. Boy, so many emails from Banana Bill Fartman. We can't read all of those. Let's see here. And can we agree that we're going to be BBFs forever? Ba- Banana Bill Fartman? Mm-hmm. Best buds forever. We are BBFs. Or banging buds forever. Let's see. Apolog- I'm sorry if I've somehow read these before and forgot to delete them. Here's one uh, with the subject line Usador, and it just says Hoobastank. Uh, Fuck off. And here's one with the subject line short one, and they say, I love you guys, I drunk. <laughs> um, here's well, one it's a that, short one. It's a little song I made up. Here's one that just says, go left. That's the whole email. Wait, what did it say? Go left. Go left. Wow. Wait, does he mean my left or your left? My, my left? Go left. Go. Well, hold on. What does GO stand for? Go over. Go over left. What is left for? Short for? Wait a second. You've cracked the code. Go left really yeah. means go, go over, over left. left. Oh, it all makes sense now. Uh, go over left. Good you, job cracking that riddle. Usador, <laughs> look to your left. What's over there? Uh... The wall of the shattering, a crystal wall. Flex, look to your left. What's over there? Wait, I know this. Look to your left, look to your right. One of the three of you is going to be dead. Oh, no. Oh, I hope it's Talbot. (laughs) Oh, I guess there's four of us. No offense to Talbot. Also, does Talbot understand what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. From body language alone. So let me look to my left, okay? I see, uh, it seems to be uh, uh, the ocean or or water. Does that answer your question? Okay. Whoever sent that email is an idiot. Is he the idiot, or is the person who read it the idiot? Who read it? Well. Uh, Here's one, the subject line 666, in all caps, very funny joke. Please tell me if you use it. 666. Three limp dicks? Wait, is that aimed at us? They're calling us three limp dicks? This is just a subject line. How? What the (laughs) fuck? They're calling... The three hosts, three limp dicks, I am not going to stand for this. I won't stand for being called three limp dicks. Everyone knows in Foon, 666 equals three limp dicks on top of each other. It's called a limp dick sandwich. Okay? I shall play devil's advocate for one moment. If we change the name of this podcast to three limp dicks, will we get more listeners? Look into these eyes. Three limp dicks. Guys, we're overlooking the dilemma of this subject line. It's promising us a very funny joke. But I feel like to open it and read it is to agree to the contract to please tell them if we use it. Is Wait, it worth it? What? Well, if you're reading it, aren't we already using it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. All right. Okay. Uh, it says, I emailed you before, but it was a while ago, and now I'm very lost and far behind, but here is my joke. Okay, guys, before I go on. Okay. Yeah. Clearly, he's not caught up. So we can't just assume that he'll hear it on the podcast. I don't know if this is... Honestly, I gotta be honest. Just from Flex Mulligan's point of view, I don't know if this is worth it. Can we... Is there a way to... all caps, very funny joke. Can you put the email down, flip it, and reverse it? Mm. If we read it backwards, it might be worth it. Was that worth it? No. Here's what I propose. I think Arnold... We should take a moment of silence where Arnold reads the email. Okay. Okay. 
And then when you're done reading it to yourself, not aloud, okay. you read it silently in your own head, you declare whether or not the joke is funny enough to read on the podcast or not. Okay. And then we don't read the joke, no okay. matter what your decision is. All right. Uh, okay, I'll read it. I'll fill this time by saying some random words. Uh, uh, Turtle, uh, Blair, Kenny. Fuck. No, fuck. Uh, but, but it's on the podcast, so we're fine. Uh, I mean, Sculpatory. I read it. Yeah. I read the joke. Ooh. Okay. Tell us, tell us. Worth it? It's got, it's got something to, to it. It's got a charm. I wouldn't say it's very funny or even that it's a joke exactly. Sounds like one of our jokes. Oh, shit. It's, it's probably right in our wheelhouse. So what, what is it? Let's read it. Yeah, say it. Okay. It's a script. Okay. Uh, first, Arnie speaking to Chunt. Hold on, hold on. We already agreed that you wouldn't read it no matter what. Wait. Yeah, sing you it. You told me what? Don't read it. Sing it. Okay. Uh, but I, I, I'll still be reading it even if I sing it. Well, I uh, want to know what it says, but, but we agreed to not to hear it. But tell us what it is. Um. How about I'll just tell you off the podcast? Okay. But you All better right. not say Blair Kenny. Anyway, thanks, Ashley, for the very funny joke. Give us the gist of it. Just the gist. Uh, Arnie, Arnie was about to say to Chunt something funny. I say something sort of out of my voice, and then Chunt responds with, I guess, something that's kind of a movie quote. But okay. then ends in sobbing. Huh. Okay. No lines for me? No, no. <laughs> I gotta say, your name does not come up anywhere in this email. Unbelievable. He wasn't cast? Mm-mm. Uh, in the play of our lives, Usador has no role. I'm not... Uh, this is unbelievable. If thou dost wish to write a speculating script about uh, some play acting that you would like to see the three of us do on some stage, at least put uh, Usador looks bewildered on stage left. That can be kind of implied. How right? dare you? I don't want to encourage longer emails. I pre Look, here's the thing, Ashley. I will say that I don't think this joke is very funny, uh, but I appreciate that it's not too long. They say brevity is the soul of somewhat comedy. All right, fine, read it. Arnie, speaking to Chunt. Chunt's up with you, dude. Chunt. Chunt's up with me. Chunt's up with me. Chunt's up with you, bro. Chunt's up with you. Chunt begins sobbing. Best, Ashley. Okay, and get to the joke. That's, I mean, that, that was it. That, that was the joke. Why did he cry? Um, I don't know. Flux, why, why do you think? Uh, maybe, I guess, because my body's a temple of doom. What's the movie quote in there? Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like it's, it reminds me of some movie quote, but I don't remember exactly what it is. At first, I thought maybe it was Goodfellas, but I think I'm thinking of something else. Hmm. Taxi driver? My mm. first instinct was right. We shouldn't have read it. <laughs> it really backed us into a corner. Well, this has been Three Limp Dicks. See you next time. See you later, Blair Kenny. And see you later, Blair Kenny. You've been
been listening to Hello from the Magic Tavern. Unless whoever started playing this left the room and now it's just the inanimate objects. Hello, inanimate objects. Yes, I know you can hear this. Remember, if an enchantress stops by and the head of that household pisses her off, you're getting dragged into it. And you better have some choreo and hot harmonies ready to go. Use it or the Blue Wizard was played by Matt Young. Just as it's impossible to imagine Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz being played by anyone other than that fragile, complicated soul Judy Garland, the badger head on a decomposing muscle body, Flex Mulligan, was brought to life through the hundreds of precise character choices, like Monet's brushstrokes, all made by Adol Refai. Big thanks to this week's celebrity guest. Oh, that's right. Well, word was bound to get out sometime. We had a good run. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Arnie Niekamp, Matt Young, and Adol Rafai. Post-production coordination by Garrett Schultz. Earwolf producer, Kimmy Lucas. This episode edited by Anna Hoverman. Special assistance by the sun on our shoulders, the staples that hold the paper together, the transfer of atoms creating the electricity that powers our equipment, and since we're apparently thanking everything, Ryan DeGiorgi. Hello from the Magic Tavern logo by Allard Laban. Magic Tavern theme by Andy Poland. Would it be too bold to say, see you next week? In that case, I'll simply say, what we had was magical, crazy, impossible, yes. But we're both adults. We knew it couldn't last. That world out there, that dirty, jealous world, it doesn't understand what we have. It only wants to destroy it. So leave. Take that $50 bill, and the two lottery tickets, and the bag of recyclables, and the box of the first printing of Marvel's Heroes Reborn. Sheesh, what a left turn that was. And go. I'll be right here waiting. Oh, there's a second bag of recyclables. Those yogurt containers pile up. Now go. And don't look back. You looked back. Well, so did I. Psych. This episode is brought to you by the effortlessly scrumptious bite of Skinny Pop Popcorn. Imagine this. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious kernels, a symphony of just three simple ingredients. Popcorn, sunflower oil, and a sprinkle of salt. No compromise, just pure snacking freedom. And hey, if you're up for a twist, dive into flavors like zesty white cheddar to sweet and salty kettle. Every bite's a delight, light and oh so tasty. Shop Skinny Pop now.